Good morning. It's Monday, March 29th. I'm Ian Scotto, and this is your Daily Brief. The murder trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin begins today, with both sides scheduled to present opening statements. Chauvin faces three charges, second-degree unintentional murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter in the May death of George Floyd. Analysts say the first count is the most serious, carrying a sentence of more than 10 years and also the most difficult to prove. It requires prosecutors to show beyond a reasonable doubt the tactic known as prone restraint, which Chauvin applied with his knee for almost nine minutes past the point where Floyd became unresponsive, caused Floyd's death. The second count, third-degree murder, requires showing Chauvin was negligent and caused Floyd's death while acting with a, quote, depraved mind. The manslaughter charge requires showing Chauvin was culpably negligent and took an unreasonable risk in the manner in which he detained Floyd. The jury is composed of nine women and six men. Two are alternates, and one male juror will be dismissed this morning if all other jurors arrive. Nine self-identify as white, four as black, and two as multiracial. The proceedings are not open to the public, though you can watch a live stream of the trial. At least 114 anti-coup protesters in Myanmar, Burma, were killed Saturday by government soldiers and local police. The country's bloodiest day since the military ousted the civilian government at the start of February. At least six children were killed, according to reports. At least two more people were killed in airstrikes carried out overnight Sunday, with the total death toll over the past two months exceeding 400 people. The increasingly severe crackdown coincided with the country's annual Armed Forces Day. The holiday is meant to honor the Tatmadaw, the name for the Myanmar military. Dignitaries from China and Russia attended the ceremonies. Russia, a permanent member of the United Nations Security Council, has been an active supplier of weapons for the Myanmar military. Separately, at least 20 people were injured in a bombing during Palm Sunday services in Indonesia. The seven-day average of deaths from COVID-19 in Brazil has surpassed 2,500 with 3,650 deaths reported Friday, more than a 350% increase from the country's daily death rate at the turn of the year. Brazil currently accounts for roughly 25% of the world's daily death toll and is on track to surpass the pandemic's third peak in the U.S., which occurred over the winter and saw average COVID-19 deaths exceed 3,400 per day. Brazil's total death toll was near 311,000 as of this morning. Political infighting, a more transmittable variant, lack of medical supplies, poor logistics, distrust of vaccines, and other factors have all been blamed for the rising figures. President Jair Bolsonaro, who has shifted to endorsing vaccines, has resisted pressure to enact further restrictions. Thus far, the country has administered enough vaccines to cover 4.2% of the population. Meanwhile, 
More than 93 million people in the U.S. have received at least one vaccination dose, roughly 36% of the adult population. The country's death toll stands at 549,335, while new cases have begun rising again, currently averaging around 60,000 per day. Beloved children's author Beverly Clearly, whose book sold 91 million copies, dies at 104. Freshman Paige Bukers powers number one UConn to 15th straight Elite Eight in women's NCAA tournament. Men's number one seeds Gonzaga, Baylor, and Michigan all advance to Elite Eight on the men's side. Reports say NCAA spent nearly double for men's basketball tournament versus women's tournament. New York launches country's first vaccine passport. Digital certificate relies on blockchain technology. NASA analysts find the trajectory of the near-Earth asteroid Apophis is unlikely to hit Earth for at least 100 years. Considered to have one of the highest impact potentials, the asteroid had a slight risk of hitting Earth in 2068. Researchers discover why teeth are hypersensitive to cold air. Odontoblasts, cells that make up the inner structure of the tooth, act as temperature sensors. Co-working giant WeWork to go public via a special purpose acquisition company valuing the company at $9 billion. The valuation is well below the 2019 SoftBank-led private financing at a $47 billion valuation. Online clothing consignment marketplace ThreadUp shares close up 43% on its first day of trading after raising $168 million in their initial public offering. Ever given shipping vessel stuck in the Suez Canal, one of the world's busiest trade lanes, partially dislodged, but the ship is still blocking transit through the canal. At least four people are dead, and at least 130 rescued amid widespread flooding in Middle Tennessee. More than seven inches of rain recorded in a 24-hour period, the second highest total on record. Joint report from the World Health Organization and China says animals were likely the source of the new coronavirus, rebuffing lab leak theory. Critics question whether China influenced conclusions. Enjoy this briefing? Get a daily news briefing every morning straight to your inbox by subscribing to try1440.com. Hey everyone, Ian Scotto here. If you are anything like me, I can guess that your time in the morning is pretty limited. And the last thing we want to do is filter through piles of biased news disguised as fact. So I joined 1440. And you can too. Get a daily news briefing delivered every morning straight to your inbox by subscribing to try1440.com. Try1440. 